Blog Talk Radio. I was eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met Diamond Dallas Page. Started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP yoga. It's Nacho Mama's yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the Diamond Cutter. Diamond Cutter! took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP Yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's, it's pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP Yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP Radio. Well, 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 welcome everyone to DDP Radio Live right here at ddpradio.com. As always, my name is Mike Mullins broadcasting live from the DDP Radio Megaplex, getting over a little bit of a bug So I'm going to be a little slower crawling up these stairs, but by God, I'll get there. All the way to the top of the roof, on top of the tallest building, on top of the tallest building in all of North Carolina. Once I get up there, i got to catch my breath because I'm still a little bit congested. But I take a couple breaths, I climb up that tower, rung by rung by rung, and I do it for the people, for the listeners of DDP Radio. And I put my hand to my brow, and I look deep to the great white north. I look deep. I look deeper. And at the top of the mountain, on top of the mountain, on top of Mount Ontario, is a shed, is a hut. And in that hut, there's a life force. There's a heart beating. There's a red soul just radiating from the windows. That is where Crystal Stewart is broadcasting live. We connect eyes. And when, we're, when our gaze hits, it blasts a signal across the globe. And that's how DDP Radio gets to the masses. Welcome, my friend, Crystal Stewart. How are you? <laughs> I'm okay. You know, when we go to the masses, oy, 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 that's a lot of pressure for my cabin. <laughs> well, I, I know you're up for the challenge. I know I know you're good to go, and, and, and we'll get through it. And uh, we, yeah. will, we will... Uh, inspire the world because that's what we do here every Wednesday night. Now I can't claim to inspire anybody, but I know for a fact that every week you book somebody to tell their story that will inspire the world. So, so many people are getting such great stuff out of this that I'm glad to be the conduit of great stories. If I can't inspire anyone, (laughs) I'm glad to be the channel through which stories get to the people. So we, uh, that's what we do here on GDP radio. And uh, like I mentioned in the uh, intro, I'm a little bit, winded still you know i went to um i went to winston-salem and i worked with uh ddp and jake and garrett uh for the weekend last weekend and i came back home and i, I knew i was on the verge of something i was catching something there were so many people around and um i just and it was just percolating and percolating and yesterday it just hit me like a ton of bricks i felt like death and i'm i'm thinking to myself yesterday i'm like i don't even know if i can do ddp radio tomorrow i couldn't even know if i can sit up and type in the numbers that it takes to call DDP Radio. <laughs> but 
in in the turn of events uh, it was meant to be because I feel way better today, and I'm excited to be back here with you after a two-week absence. Great to be back yes. home here at DDP Radio. Yeah, last week did not go as I had planned, but, you know, just like DDP mentions, you know, sometimes you just have to adapt and just go with it. So that's what we did. We went with it. And, I mean, that being said, when you book a date from the other side of the world, yeah, you got to kind of expect some issues. Well, the, you know, I know that we had a date booked from uh, all the way out in Egypt. Uh, we yeah. were supposed to have somebody check in last week, and we have to reschedule that, and we're going to get back on the same page, hopefully. But, you know, that's yep. impressive. But, Crystal, I want you to start booking – I want you to start working on actually booking our first extraterrestrial guest. You're going to have E.T. <laughs> calling. That'll be the – well, you know, we've, we've gotten all over the world. We've gotten Egypt. We've gotten all over the, the planet. Now let's start to. It's time to go interplanetary. Sure, I'll keep. I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> all right, you do that. You do that. I'll leave out the Reese's pieces, and we'll have some. We'll see if we can attract some ET or something. Uh, <laughs> well, we, anywho, we have had. We have had an ET on this show. Eric, probably Turner. several. Oh, I thought yes. you were Josh McAdoo. Yeah, well, poor Josh. <laughs> no, I, I do love Eric Turner. He's he's such a good dude. So uh, that's he the is. ET. And while we're at it, I'm going to plug his music. If you go check out ET's music, uh, Eric Turner, some, I think it's probably uh, Eric, just, or Eric Turner on Facebook. He's a great singer-songwriter and a member of the DDP Black community. And the fact that you brought him yep. up, I'll take advantage of that and I will put a plug sure. out for his awesome stuff. I love you, uh, ET. There we go. Well... Now on to the task at hand, Crystal. Yes, I know yes. you've been. I know you've been in your hut. It's been covered in fourteen <laughs> feet of snow. I know you've been trapped in there, and you've been coming up with bookings and all kinds of good stuff for DDP Radio. You work tirelessly on our behalf, and I know that you've got your hands in all the pots of the DDPY community. And I know you've brought this guest on for us before, but you have a keen sense of knowing. You know, when to, you know, pop somebody back in here for an update and these inspiring stories. And I know for a fact that you've been working very hard on uh, putting this week's guest together and getting it all situated. So without any further ado, we have a follow-up guest, a follow-up story, and I'm going to have you do the honors, if you will. Absolutely. So um, this week's guest is special. Um, I you know, it just goes to prove that when you become part of the atmosphere that is CPY, that you meet some incredible people. And that being said, um, yeah, this person is one of those people for me. So he is now someone that I refer to as my brother. And he is one of the hardest workers I know. And he wears his heart on his sleeve. So I'm really, really looking forward to hearing his update. So please welcome back for an update, my brother, John Ray. What's up, guys? Hi, John. Can you hear me? How are, how are you, man? Uh, not bad. Doing a lot better now. 
Not too bad, not too bad. Well, I appreciate you coming on and, and taking the time to uh, follow up with us. And uh, if Crystal calls you your brother, then uh-huh. I guess that's that's, as high, that's about as high as honor as you can get. So congratulations. You've made it. Hey, but uh, we're excited to, I'll, I'll uh, take it. to have you follow up with us. <laughs> um, um, so if you guys haven't heard John Ray, he's been on a couple times before. If you want to listen to the past episodes and get the full – you know, just of his story, there's a few episodes in the archives that you probably um, grab his full story from the beginning. But for the people listening um, now, do you want to give us just a cliff notes version of how you got here, uh, what got you really involved in the DDPY community, and the progress that you've made since you've done so? I just got tired of pulling muscles and, you know, not being flexible and I lost 100 pounds on my own, well, 99 pounds on my own, uh, but, you know, through just walking and exercise on my own before I ever knew what DDPY was. Um, fast forward a couple of years, found the, you know, found the program, got tired of pulling muscles and started it and kind of been going strong ever since. It's been almost four years now and had a setback in March, actually tore my hip labrum, had to go in for surgery and down for that for about three weeks and wasn't supposed to be back to work. It was a little painful. Wasn't supposed to be weight bearing for, you know, two weeks after surgery and two days after surgery, I'm up doing laundry, you know, cleaning Mm. the house, you know, being stubborn, being a guy. Um, As soon as I could start doing bed flex, start doing bed flex, got back up in in the move in and was hoping to be able to test for my L1 finally, but I wasn't released with my doctor in time. So, but I was able to get back to work to full duty two months ahead of schedule thanks to DDPY. Awesome. So, well, so I mean that that sounds like a, a pretty painful injury. The hip, you know, people don't realize like how much you know you use that part of your body on a daily basis and. Uh, like you said, as being a guy, we're probably the worst at follow through when it comes to recovery. We just want to get back up and get moving again and get back to normal, but it's hard to kind of follow those uh, doctors' advice sometimes to the detriment of ourselves. But um, so, how long did you uh, were you uh, before you started, you know, working out with DDPY? And how did you? What were the workouts that you kind of eased back into it in? I mean, I, I took. I was off for about two and a half weeks total from doing any major activity as far as workouts go. Um, and then kind of, you know, fo- have a follow-up appointment with, with, my, with, my, with my surgeon. And he had said, I, you know, as long as it was modified pro- a modified program, you know, not strenuous, I could, I could start back up in mind. As I kind of explained to him, I'm like, as we got what we call bed flex, I can literally be laying in bed and do these. You know, kind of showed him a clip. Uh, one of the, one of the workouts, he's like, "Hey, that worked perfect." So, kind of started off with bed flex and just progressed into there. And once I was able to get more more weight bearing and all that, and actually put more more of a stress, more, more of a load on, I should say. And then I'm um, now I'm back up to doing basically everything I was before. So, just having to still modify some things, which you know, it's. As a guy, that kind of bruises your ego a little bit to, to at, at first, but you know it's like you know I can't do can opener anymore, you know stuff like that. But you know what? There's nothing wrong with modifying. So do what you got to do. Well, I will say. 
was it frustrating? Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Crystal. No, I was just going to say, I know you, and I know how hard it is to modify. So how much of a hit is that to your um, routine to have to modify? I mean, it must be a mental hiccup. It was it was at first, but now I'm kind of the point where it's like, well, it is. I mean, it is what it is. You know, there's nothing I can do about it for now. So other than just modify, which I'll break up the scar tissue and I'll get the, I'll get I'll get the flexibility back, and I know I will. It's just gonna take time. You know, I'm. I'm God. What's the progress going forward? Are you okay now? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm back. I'm back to doing. You know. Twisting lunch, you know, superstar, you know, all that. Road warrior. I'm just having to, you know, modify and not go as deep as I once did. You know, just step it in a little bit and making it my own. Uh, absolutely. That's awesome. And, you know, that's, that's, that's the name of the game. And, um, you know, we have so many different people here in the DDPY community who have something. You know, we all have our thing that we need to, like, even the, even the people that are completely healthy, we all have our thing that we kind of just got to – make our own and make it, you know, some people are built different than others. And um, that's what I love about the DDPY program is that, you know, it, it comes to you and meets you in a place where anyone can do it. And we always say that that's the big tagline. Anyone can do this. Um, but I know you were doing this at a high level for a long time and having, um, you know, the hip injury and, and stuff like that, it's got to be frustrating at times to just, uh, you know, it, it's a, it's a, you know, kicking the butt, kicking the pants for a while. So, when you started to come back and, and you started feeling confident again, how long did it take before you were confident kind of trying some of those other things? Um, I, I know when I first hurt my shoulder, I had my two reconstructive shoulder surgeries, and I got really fearful of just doing motions that I took for granted for a while. You know, you're just in the back of your mind. You're like, I, I always babied my shoulders for a little bit, and even unconsciously. Was there any uncomfortability or was there any kind of trepidation about trying to go for things with the injury that you have? Oh yeah, of course. I mean, and you know, and there still is, you know, I was, I was, I was to the point where I could do, you know, full can opener and go down to my forearms, my forehead on the ground and can opener and on both sides. And now I'm back to doing just hip opener, but you know, and you know what? And that's that's a good enough stretch for me right now because I'm not willing to damage anything that's been repaired, and you know, or and or make anything worse. So it's not really a bruise to my ego anymore because not how I operate. And I, it is what it is. You know, I'm not. I don't got to prove. I don't got to prove my manhood to anybody or anything like that. It's just, I do what I can do. Oh, that's a that's, that's a great attitude to have. And uh, it takes a certain bit of, you know, it takes, uh, you know, it takes a lot of character to be able to do that as well. You know, you, you don't know it to anybody, and you're you're finding it your own pace, and you're and you're doing what's right for you, no matter what that path is. Um, is going forward, is there any kind of, is there goals that you have to kind of, you know, for your workouts or, or weight loss or anything? Is there something you're trying to? Uh, get back to or, or get over, or, you know, when the rehab process, what's your, you know, plan going forward? Let's put it that way. 
I was going to keep doing hip opener until I can get back to the point where I can go to on to yep, some other hip workouts and, you know, just gain that flexibility back, get back into can opener and, you know, eventually get with Hayden about, you know, seeing about finally finishing up my L1. So. Um, it's been a really, really hard go with all this COVID nonsense going around. And I know that you, your profession, you work in a hospital. So how, how has it been to have DDPY to kind of rely on when you could do it just to get yourself a mental break or to concentrate on something else? No, that's you know, well. DPY has been the biggest thing for me as far as that, that goes. It really has never been from a weight loss. It's more from a flexibility and mainly a mental standpoint for me. Kind of help burn the you know quote burn the crazy off. <laughs> and that's great. So it's it, like I said, it's been it's been it's been a mental thing for me mainly. And yeah, did that was a hard hit when I got hurt at work and wasn't able to work out. You know. They talk. They talk about you know the run, the runners high and all all that you know from you know David Goggins Goggins has talked about that. And a lot of other people have talked about it too. It's it's a real thing, you know. You get that you get you get that you get that that serotonin that serotonin dump and just the high from exercise, you know, from feeling good and everything else. But all of a sudden it's stripped from you, and you can't do it. And you're like, uh, okay, now what do I do? Right. Because you know, I was used I was used to doing three, four workouts a night, you know, or during the day or whatever the case may be. And now I'm like laying in bed hobbling around. So yeah, it it's it, my mental state took a hit for a while. Um, but you know, I'm bouncing back, so I think that's one of the most impressive things I've learned about you is you you don't settle. You're not willing to settle for you know, whatever comes down the pipe that you, you're willing to work for it or to change it or whatever the case may be. It's a great thing to be adaptable and you're really, really good at it. I mean, you have, you have to with life because nothing's ever, you know, cookie cutter, not always sunshine and rainbows. And, right. You know, nothing's plant, nothing ever goes the way we, way, exactly way we want it to. So you know, we've got to got to got to say in at work. You know, for some of the stuff I have to deal with at work. You know, take we, t- we t- take a sow's ear and turn it into a silk purse. That's right. Now that I mean, that's a good point. You know, especially working. You said you worked in a hospital. The past couple of years have been probably extremely intense. I know a lot of people that work in in the medical field in hospitals, and it's uh, it's been a really rough couple of years. And it's got to be something that you guys got to be on your toes all the time and you got to, you know, probably, I'm sure it's definitely just been a really intense mentally and physically. And, um, and you go from a setting like that where you're, you know, going, 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 you know, crazy and busy and in it. And then all of a sudden you have that downtime. And I mean, a lot of times that downtime, you know, you sit there alone with your thoughts all day can get pretty, pretty bad. Sometimes it can get good. Sometimes it can get hectic. Um, how did you adapt to going from that pace to just having that uh, downtime mentally? You know, how did you fill your days? How did you kind of talk yourself out of the good thoughts or bad thoughts or whatever uh, you were you were having going through your head with them? 
And luckily, I was only out for I was only out, I was actually only off work for two weeks um, after my surgery. They got me back in on light duty, and I was doing like you know paperwork and office work type stuff. Which oh good. Crystal will tell you. Crystal will tell you that is not my thing. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I, I'm not. A, I'm not a technology fogel by any means. Um, but you know they had me doing stuff like that just to get me off of workman's comp, basically, because it was a work injury. Um, so I didn't have all the. I didn't have a ton of downtime, but just that two weeks alone was enough to drive 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 me kind of insane because you know sitting here laying in bed. And, Hobbling around, I'm like, okay, I'm bored. I can't do anything. Can't work out. What am I supposed to do? So I made the best of it. Did, did the best of what I could around the house as far as getting some stuff done and whatnot. And ended up going back to work and did a few things, you know, here and there. There really was questionable on if I should have done it or not. But you know, that's a guy thing. You know, we're stubborn and stupid. I'll be the first to admit that. And but Government. you know, go ahead. Stubborn and stupid is good. Well, sometimes. Yeah. That that's what I'm that's the working title for my autobiography. Stubborn <laughs> and stupid, the Michael Mullen story. Uh, <laughs> oh man. That's the guy thing. We we get it. <laughs> We've all been there. Oh yeah, for for sure. I, my wife has predicted that at some point I will die from bringing too many groceries upstairs instead of taking a second trip. I'll <laughs> <laughs> see. That's interesting because I I actually brought some stuff in last night and you know I'm like oh oh you know what I can't I can't be the typical guy I gotta I gotta make at least two trips and guess what I'm perfectly fine with that. Wow. Well, there you go. There you go. That's the smart, you know, they say work smarter, not harder. Well, you can work harder too, but also work smarter. And and most of the time I choose not to follow that second half. (laughs) So good for you. You've learned a lesson that I still haven't figured out. (laughs) Well, see, no, that's the the thing, Mike. I don't really work smarter, you know, because I'm one of the ones that at work, I I do, I do a lot of the dumb stuff that you're not, it's not quite OSHA approved. So, but if you're going to do something (laughs) stupid, do it the smartest way possible. Or the safest way possible. <laughs> they, I mean, they like, should put that on a bumper sticker. <laughs> well, like I posted, a, I posted a picture a while ago. I think I posted on the on the, on the main group actually. Um, I had to crawl inside one of the boil, one of the steam boilers at work. It's a 17 inch diameter hole. I had to crawl in and go in and and, and do some and do some work. And it's like, okay, I got to have DDPY to do my job. <laughs> Just so I can yeah. fit, in some of the air, fit in some of the areas. Wow, that, that's incredible. That's crazy. 17 inches in diameter? Holy. I don't know. I couldn't fit my finger in 17 inches in diameter. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So I mean, I mean that's that's I, I'm just trying to wrap my head around that. I'm claustrophobic just hearing it. Oh, then you, yeah, you wouldn't you wouldn't like my job. <laughs> well, if it has to, I'm if it involves in. going into seven inch pipes, I'm I'm good. <laughs> oh, I'm crawling in and out of ceilings, around pipes, you, you name it. I've I'm I've had to do it there. Luckily nope. for me, yeah, I work I work in maintenance, so. 
Well, yeah. Well, if you want me to go inside of a pipe or a ceiling, you better have the fire department on hand and a big giant tub of Crisco because you're gonna have to get me out of there somehow. <laughs> 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 oh man! Uh, so now nah, we'll just we'll, we'll just keep feeding you care packages. <laughs> there you go. Oh man! Oh, I heard they're throwing ring dings at me as the next Olympic sport. I think they're going to try to add that. Oh, good lord! <laughs> so, so going forward and stuff, you know, the 2020, 2022. I mean, for those years were were a pretty chunk of craziness for the world. And we're on the other end of it now. We're coming out of it. Things are starting to return just as normal as things can get. You know, how do you kind of see your journey uh, going? You mentioned the certification that you want to get that finished up and, you know, these things. And uh, what is it, if in your ideal situation, what would you be doing, say, two years from now? Where are we going to see John Ray when we have our next update on DDP Radio? When you come back again eventually, where do you want to see yourself? I'm hoping to actually have classes going at the hospital I work at. Um, Ooh, that's good. With other with other sta- with other other staff at the hospital, and then you know maybe try to open it up to public if they'll let me. If they'll let me. I know I've ha- oh. I've had it in works before, and then you know, you know how it is with you know administrative staff. They change all the time, so it's one of those things I got I got to start the process all over again because a new leader, a new, a new general manager's there, and yada yada. And, so I gotta start that process again. I get classes started, but that's 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 really interesting. You know, I I come from a long line of people who work in hospitals. My mom's worked in hospitals her whole life. My my wife's family all works there. And if there's ever a group of people who could benefit from something like DDPY, I mean, those hospital floors are hard. Those people work twelve hour shifts, and you know, there's a lot of people that I think could greatly uh, benefit from something like that, a program like that either midday or whatever. Um, I think that's a really interesting idea, and I think it's something that would be really beneficial. Well, not to mention just the, you know, the aspect of walking on the hard floors, but then you take in the aspect of what some of the nurses and doctors have to deal with on a daily basis and what they have to oh, see and experience for, sure. for the mental side of things. You know, for so sure. just I – mean, to be able to get in and get even if it's not even a full hour, even if it's only a half hour, just to get in there, you know, throw the mat down, sweat it out a little bit, and you know, yell and scream at me all you want. I'm okay with that. <laughs> you know, just, I mean, it just. Sorry, John. It just goes to prove like, how much our mindset has changed around because I remember when everyone first started coming around DDPY, they're always like, yeah, no, I don't want to do that. Or I can't do that. Or that's for girls or, you know, whatever the case may be. And now, now it's just, it's kind of like brushing your teeth. It's just an accepted thing that you do and it's reaping benefits across the board and it's so great to see. And I can't think of a filter more more needed than taking this to the medical profession or, you know, those that work in the medical profession because they know 
they um it's kind of like passing the smell test for me if you can get you know somebody in a hospital to do this whoo and have them know what we all know that's amazing that's amazing and like i said i've i've i've, I've done a couple things here and there i've never actually had a full class but I've had some people. I've had some people from work hit me up, ask me, you know, hey, what are you doing? You know, this, that. You're still doing that. You're still doing the DPLA. Yep, still doing it. You know, I'm just having to modify now. And, <laughs> um, you know, I've had like a. She's like a sister to me. She actually works in the medical field. She actually works for a cardiologist, and she cool. has heart failure. She's in, you know, early stages of heart failure. Well, she started off at she was 27 percent heart function. I introduced her to you know DDPY, and I think last I heard she was at sixty four percent heart function from twenty seven percent heart function. So, wow, that's amazing! Wow, that's incredible! And wow. she's 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 she. They actually take their lunch break and they'll do like an energy energy two point on their lunch break, or because she lives like two hours from me, so like I can really you know get together with her and run a class, but so, you know, I got, I got, but I got her, I got her started into it and, and, you know, her progress has been, you know, hands down a hundred times better than what mine was. Well, I mean, that's, I mean, those numbers, I love hearing the numbers like that because, you know, you can, I mean, you can show the flexibility and you can show, you know, weight loss and stuff, but to look at the medical, like the charts and the, and the numbers and the, and the readouts of the testing and stuff like that, to see that kind of just on paper like that, it's, it's incredible. And, and I, I know you were one of those guys that was, that was hard. You know, you're a hardcore. When you went into DDPY, you went all in. You were doing so many workouts and multiples a day. And, but the big thing about DDPY is it's not a work, it's not just a workout. It's a multifaceted program. There's the workout, there's the attitude, there's the diet. When you were, you know, going through your injury and through your laid up and stuff, what did, did were you able to kind of maintain your diet? And did you use some, you know, parts of the DDPY program outside of the workout, like the, you know, the mental aspect or the, uh, the eating plan? Like, what was that like for you, um, you know, in the past couple of months? It's the, it, well, like most of us, I, I struggle with I struggle with staying on a, staying on a diet plan. That's you know that's most people, and but I mean my diet's never been horrible. It's never been the greatest either. You know, I, I love my ice cream, you know, which is dairy. Yeah, but you know if that's one of the worst things, it's not horrible, but it's not the greatest either. You know, I know Dallas is going to probably slap me next time he sees me, but that's okay. <laughs> Maybe I'll give ice you diet cutter. Never heard I'll, of this. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I know, right? I've never heard of it. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, but, you know, that, I mean, and that's the thing, too, is, you know, you, you said you came to it, you, you know, you came to DDPY not so much as to lose weight as you were. You know, a lot of people come here and they're 400, 500 pounds to getting in this spot. And I find less and less we find people here that, you know, really aren't in it for, like, a weight loss. I mean, there's so many people here in this program that are doing it to lose weight. Um, so I come at it as a different perspective as you do. Um, you, you said you were never really like really overweight. Obviously you changed your body and stuff since being flexible, but how does that kind of change your, um, 
your approach to this? Is it something where you try to follow the food, you know, more so or less so than other people, or is it strictly mostly through the workout for you that really kind of gets you, you know, going? To be honest, it's it's most it's mostly the workouts. Um, I mean, I I still try, I still try to try to you know eat 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 as clean as possible minus my ice cream. Um, I don't, I don't, I still, I'm, I, I might have one soda a month, you know, it's kind of a treat for myself for, is from that, that aspect. Um, but you know, I, I, I still, I eat pretty good. Yeah. You know, I eat pretty clean. I don't eat a bunch of junk food. I'm not eating pizza all the time or, but you know, I, my diet, my diet state has stayed about the same ever since I actually initially cleaned, cleaned it up from when I was 250 pounds. Um, but that's been, you know, five, five, six years ago, you know, so for the most so, part for me, it's, it's about, it's about oh, God, no, I was just going to say, so when, because you have the power of looking back on those moments, how much has life changed even mentally from being 250 pounds to now? Do you oh, recognize that person still? Well, I, I I have body dysmorphia, so I mean, I still I still look in the mirror and I see everything that needs to change, and I still see the old person in me to a certain degree. Um, even though I know I'm not that same person, right? Um, but you know, mentally, I'm I'm not the I'm not the same. Of course, also when I was 250 pounds, I was I was miserable. I was miserable with life, and it wasn't. It's neither here nor there. That's a long story from a long time ago. Um, I was miserable with life at that point. And, you know, some people kind of know my backstory with that. Um, and now I'm in a much, much better mental, mental place than I was even, you know, three months ago. And it's, it's mainly, it's mainly because of, you know, people from the program, whether it be Stacey Pygorski, Aaron, Farron. I mean, I can, I can, I can name, Tons of people, you know Aaron Aaron Coker, you know Farron. Obviously, you know I'm close to Farron. Love the dude. He's one of the OG originals. We know that. Yep. Yep. You know, or Robert Robert Shank. I'm sorry, I mispronounced your name, dude. Uh, but Kenny Dunn. I mean, I, I could go on. You know, I've I've had, I've had high. How much is it meant to have the option of being connected? Because I, I just had someone very recently say that, you know, it's very intim- we're an intimidating group. I don't really find that we're intimidated, but I've been around for a long time. But all these people so willing to help I and, you know, root you on or cheer you on, um, did you find that intimidating at all? Not really. No, me neither. No, not really. I mean, obviously, you know, it's it's to be blunt because that's just how I am. There are there. It's like anything else. It's like, it's like high school. You know, there's there, there's the cliques and the cool kids club, and you know, yep. but you find your group of people and you stick with you stick with your group of people. Yeah. You know, you're not gonna, you're not gonna get along with everybody. And if that's the case, we'd all be stuck, stuck together like Legos. Right. 
you know, well, no. So we're. Go ahead, Mike. No, go ahead, man. Sorry. No, like say you, 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 you're not, like say you're not going to get along with everybody. So you know, you, it, if you get along with twelve people out of the out, out of the out of the entire sixty-three thousand or however many there are, cool. That's your twelve people. Stick to those twelve people, you know. Uh, absolutely, and and as the leader of the Cool Kids Club, I just like to say, uh, <laughs> none of y'all are welcome in my club. I'm the only one in it, and nobody. I didn't, and I'm the only one. That I didn't know Garrett. I didn't, hey, Crystal, I didn't know Garrett called in. Right. Oh. Uh, Garrett's not allowed in my club. So we, you said the leader of the cool. You, you said the leader of the cool kids club. I thought so. I thought, I thought either Garrett or Pat had called in. Josh McAdoo. Uh, oh, don't use that type of language in my on that show. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So I mean, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell Garrett to listen to this now, and uh, he's gonna have to start a rival Cool Kids Club, <laughs> like when um, <laughs> he, he did Team Team Red Headband. <laughs> team Red Headband. True. I wipe I wipe True. my feet with Team Red Headband. You hear that, Garrett? Bring it on! <laughs> wow, those fighting words. <laughs> Oh man. Um so sorry, I got I tend to go off on tangents. I I apologize. Oh, it's all it's all good, brother. All right. Well <laughs> um Crystal, as the leader of Team yes. Canada. Um, <laughs> I, no. Uh so I, I wanted to ask you, you know, we have a lot of people on this show um who come on yep. and they talk about and you're one of those guys. You were like one of those guys that worked out every day, right? You had like a hell of a streak going and all this stuff, and you're crushing it. Uh, when you get that, you know, with that break, that short break, but a break in an injury, the, a lot of times it's a make or break moment for someone who's all in like that, like like you were. Some people are just anxious to get back on and just pop back on. But for a lot of people, that break in the regularity, that break in the habit, um, is that is 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 crippling to their to their GDPY, uh, you know, progress. They don't know how to bounce back once that kind of routine is broken. If you were going to talk to somebody who's who's just been just doing it all the time, you know, getting crushing it with the GDPY program, and then they have that moment where they're tested and they have to get knocked off the, the pattern a little bit, and they don't really know how to bounce back in. Do you have any advice from somebody who who's dealing with that? Was that me or Crystal? Oh no, I meant not you. me. I'm, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> no, I meant you, man. Sorry. Yeah, so it's it's not about you know they they always want to talk about motivation. It's not motivation; it's discipline. Mm-hmm. You know, and amen. It's, what is it? Nine? It's thirty days to make it a habit, ninety days to make it a lifestyle. They say. Yes. You know, but and, and then all of a sudden it gets ripped from me. You can't do it. You're like, and it's it's hard. It's hard to get back get back on the horse. And you know, I have my struggles with it. And I, you know, yeah, great. I did bed flex as soon as as soon as I possibly could. But then I was stuck doing a bed flex, and I got started getting bored with it. So I'm like, okay, I got to do something different. 
So then I started pushing myself a little bit, and then I'd feel it like, okay, time to, time to back off and slow back down. Um, but it, the hardest part is just, just getting up and getting up and getting up and doing it. You know, and again, it, it comes back to that, that mental shift you got to make. You know, it doesn't matter. Even if it's just, you know, all you, all you throw on is breathing to start back up. Mm-hmm. That's a start. It might only be six minutes. It's still a start. Or, you know, just throw a couple diamond cutters out there, you know, or a couple fold forwards. You know, you do what you can. And then eventually you'll get to where you can do more. You, you start to feel better. You're like, hey, oh, yeah, this is how this is felt. Okay, cool. So you just do more and a little more and a little more, and eventually you're back at you're back at it full speed. And I mean, it's just like Dallas said that you know, no matter what you do, something is always better than nothing. Uh, that, that's a, that's a great point, and you know, swallowing your pride and being able to realize that you've got to start from scratch again. Sometimes, you know, if you're rehabbing yourself or you need to start from a lower point than where you were. That's hard to swallow sometimes, and I, I've seen it with myself, and I've seen it with other people. That when you're at a certain level and you get knocked off for a bit, and you've got to start at less than where you were, it, you almost feel like you're you're doing less, and therefore it's it's not worth it. I mean, that's how I felt personally. But I always thought I always thought the the, the the victory wasn't the fun. The climb was always the fun for me, and I think that if you're a person who challenges yourself. Um, the ability to start anywhere and, and just make progress is, is so important. And you're one of those guys that were, you were crushing, you were doing it at a high level and you know yourself enough now to know what's good for you. What's not what for you, where to push, where to back off. Uh, that's the true mastery of DDPY. It's not about how much you can do. It's getting to know yourself and getting to know your body and knowing what to do to best take care of yourself. That's the mature you know, mind, uh, the mental aspect of it. And those little bit of, uh, you know, those, those um, struggles really get you in touch with who you are as a person and you get to know your physicality and your body. And that's a really crucial place to be. Oh, it is. Exactly. It's like, you know, back when I, before I got hurt, it was nothing for me to me, me to have a date a date with Morrison as I call it you know the one the, the workout with John Morrison that's seventy six minutes long. It was nothing for me to do that one and you know go through and not have to modify anything minus not doing you know the forearm stand that Dallas and John do. It's just, no, I'm not there and I know I'm not. But and now I'm doing you know. About the longest workout work I do now is about thirty six minutes long. You know, I I think I've done the Morrison workout once since I got hurt since since I got hurt, just to see if I could. I was able to go ahead and do it, do, do the whole workout. I modified where I needed to. You know, not again, nothing wrong with the modification game. We all know that, um, but it was kind of like you know a slap in the face of like I used to be able to do all of this and you know not be so out of it to come the end of the workout and but you know so now i limit myself to you know a couple 30 minute workouts a day you know 36 minutes here 30 minute there or you know an nxt warm-up and if that's all i do then that's all i do you know i might eventually get I'll, well 
There's, there's no might. I'll get back to where I was at some point, but it might not be as quick as I would like, but that's okay. That's part of the game, part of the process. Well, we Garrett and I ran into uh, John Morrison. We talked for a bit. Garrett's got got to know him, um, so we got to spend some time with him that, uh, last weekend. And I just want to say that uh, walking up to that man, my wife had the eye, look in her eye that she would have pushed me in front of a train to just walk next to that guy. <laughs> so I'm not comparing anything or anyone to John Morrison. That guy's a machine. <laughs> Oh yeah, if you I mean if you've done the workout, you know he is. Yeah, yeah, no, that guy's that guy's a killer, man. He's he still looks great and still I mean, what a talent that guy is. I mean, rare, rare talent. Um so I I I I'm not gonna judge anyone for not being able to keep up with John Morrison <laughs> at any time. Um <laughs> but um no that, that those uh those type of workouts, like those are I mean, those are crazy. I remember the people who work out with Dallas for the first time in the same room, I remember, you know, going to one of my first workouts with him and, you know, back with, you know, there wasn't a big DDPY, you know, presence back then. So there would be like five, six, maybe 10 people working out with him. So it's not like one of those things where I can half ass it and get lost in the crowd, which is what something I would have wanted to do. And I remember the first time I ever worked out with Dallas and we're sitting there and he says, we'd been going for like an hour or something. And I'm like, we got to be wrapping up. And he says halfway there. And I almost I died. <laughs> <laughs> I almost just killed over and died. My like, halfway. <laughs> oh man. That's, that's, that, that'll make you dig deep. But that's, that's also where you make it your own. And, and when, if Dallas wants to, wants to give you trouble, Hey, I'm making it my own Dallas. I'm modifying where I need to get through the workout. Exactly. It's funny. And, then, and and then and then Dallas can't get mad, right? It's funny when you work in front of Dallas and there's well, in my case, there was people everywhere. But I have this little nagging voice that says to me, "Oh my God, what are you doing here?" It's really hard to combat that little person, that little voice, you know, in the back of your head. Because it can talk you out of so many things. So one of the biggest things I think Dallas actually taught me is if you say you can't do something, just add yet, the word yet. So I always, I tend to add that to a lot. Oh, I can't do it yet. But, you know, I'm working on it. Well, it's like Dallas is one of the few of them at the PC that I haven't actually done a workout with. Really? Yeah, I've never, I've never, I've never been there when Dallas was doing a workout. I was, he was the last time I was down was for Lord's memorial service. Yeah. Um, and he was teaching a class the follow that that Monday. Oh, I had to head back Sunday night. He was and and Dallas was basically begging me to stay. And I'm like, dude, I'm like, I can't. I got to go back to work. But I so wanted to stay just to do the workout. Yeah, but he's pretty awesome. I mean, eventually, I mean, I've talked to Dallas, you know, in, per, in person at the PC several times, you know, and I've just never done a work what was a workout with him. I mean, it, it's yeah. definitely an, a different experience. I mean, so one of the scariest things I've ever so I am not a morning workout guy. Impossible for me. I'm, I'm not going to say anything's impossible. 
it's impossible for me to start my day with a workout. <laughs> I have like mentally and I am so foggy. So I always just wait until like evening afternoon. That's like my sweet spot where I kind of get a second wind. And we were, um, I, I was working with Dallas. We were doing a, a fitness expo in Boston and I'm kind of his right hand guy. And I'm, I'm him and Brenda and my wife was there too. And he said to me these words that I almost, I almost jumped out of the window. He said, meet me in my room tomorrow morning. We'll work out. And <laughs> I considered jumping out of the window to get out of the situation, but it's the most, it was the most terrifying thing I've ever done. And I got through it. And afterwards, after that workout, I could have, I swear I could have ran an Olympic decathlon. I, you just feel like that motivation <laughs> and that energy run through you. It, it, I don't think I've ever been as high <laughs> as I have getting off that workout one-on-one because he he didn't I mean he crushes you but when you're working out one on one he's doing it for his own benefit he's not doing it for you he's getting his workout yeah. in so you're doing Dallas's workout and he's right there and yeah. man that's a drug <laughs> well it's like I tell it's like I tell everybody I've been one of the fortunate ones I've been able to you know go to the I've been to the PC a couple times you know I've I've made the road trip you know you know if you could ever get down if you had the chance to get down there get down there. You know, just just the energy of every of like-minded people in the same room. You, there's you you can't describe it unless you've actually been there. I mean, know? I mean that's like yeah. that's, you know that's, being there with you know, the cutting cut, cutting jokes with Garrett and Pat and you know or or whoever or whoever's there. You know, plus make making friends with the, the, the you know the locals that live down there by, that live down by the PC. You know, it just it's a room full of like-minded people, and you're all into the same thing. You're all working out, even at, even at, at your own pace, but you're all one common mind, basically. You know, there's no there's no judgment. You know, I I always tell people, you know, there's a lot of people that end up coming and going. You know, people in the DDPY community, some people come and then you know people drift off once in a while. And I always say, if you want to cement yourself as a lifer, get to a workout, get to a live workout, because when you get there, you realize, like, it's on a whole other level. I got a message from Kat Arnett today, and it was the, I, I promoted a DDPY workout in Dover, New Hampshire back in 2013. We brought Dallas in. We had, it was great. We did a whole media, you know, tour and we had all finished up with a watch workout um, at, a, at a place in Dover. And Kat Arnett, her first ever for DDPY was in front of DDP. She had never done a yoga workout. She had never done a DDPY workout. And she showed up there with Ava, and they put down their mats, and she just went for it. And I remember DDP was so careful with her because he knew she was the first time. She had a bad knee. He ended up making her so much so comfortable that he brought the mat another mat over for her to put her knee on. He was very – of all the people, there's a lot of people that did DDPY, but she was the first person to – the only person to, for the first time doing the workout. And the level of care and the level of, uh, you know, help that everyone put into her and in the whole thing made her a lifer for DDPY. She went in there, experienced it day one in front of Dallas, and she's been around and one of my favorite people in such a – Yes. positive part of this community and on this day in 2013 was that day and if you can get to a workout if you if you have a loved one 
that's like, oh, it looks cool, but I don't, you know, it's not really my thing. I don't get it. Bring them to a workout because when you leave, you get it. Yeah. Well, that's like we had one that I don't know which time it was I was down there. We had one one of the days we were there. It was actually, I think, I don't remember if it was Ben that was teaching the class or if it was Jim York that was teaching the class. And there was two ladies that came in that they had never they had never done it before, and they were trying to keep up with. I think it was yeah, it was Ben because it was Ben was teaching, and me and Steve were on stage, and these two ladies they'd never done a, never done a DDP workout before, and here they are doing one of Ben's one of Ben's workouts. We all know Ben Carson and his and his, and his energy level. Yeah. So these these poor ladies are over there dying. I looked up. I'm like, I know I'm not supposed to do this, but I went and grabbed chair. I went and grabbed three cha- three chairs to help those to help those ladies out. And I started showing them the mods, which because Garrett wasn't there. It was on a Sunday. Garrett wasn't there. Pat wasn't there. So it's like someone's got to show them the mods. Here I go. You know, because I mean, I'm an, I was an instructor in training, but. It was one of those gray areas, but I'm like, I don't want them to be intimidated by the fact that they can't do what he's doing, but I still want them to get a workout at. So I grabbed, I grabbed, I just I mean, grabbed three chairs, you know, I, and I sat there and did, did chair workouts with them. I mean, helping out is never going to be a bad thing. That, I mean, that's what we do. That's what we, we see another DDPY team member, and, and you go in there and you reach out and you help out and make them feel comfortable and make them feel part of the crew. That's why people stick around is that level of detail. So that, that's awesome that you were able to kind of jump in there and do that. Somebody asked me one time, they said, what does it feel like to be a part of, you know, the community as a whole? And I said, you know, when I jumped on the airplane in Toronto to fly down to Summit, I said I didn't realize I had to fly three and a half hours in order to connect with myself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, that that's a, that's the whole thing. You know, it brings out part, part of you that you didn't know that you could access sometimes. And uh, especially getting to a live workout like that and in crew people and crystal, you know, that you're one of the most beloved people in this whole community. I, I swear to this, I swear to this, that if you put crystal in Dallas, up and ask everyone who they want to hang out with. They're all going to choose Crystal. And I love DDP. You're like the prom <laughs> queen quite. of these things. Everyone loves to see you. You're the governor. You're the, governor, you're the prom queen. Um, so, uh, you know, you know how much everyone digs you in this community. And um, yeah, I do. you know why I know that? Because I hear it constantly. They're like, oh, you do the show with Crystal? She's awesome. I'm like, hey, what about me? Anyone want to say that about me? <laughs> hey, I I've met Dallas. I haven't met. I haven't met my sister yet. Yeah, yet. Well, you guys will have to have a big old family reunion one of these days. I'll bring the cold. Hey, ball. you're gonna be. I say you're gonna have to be there too, Mike. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> I know. I know. Garrett. Garrett keeps telling Garrett. We this weekend. He's like, "What is it going to take for you to get down to the PC sometime soon?" And I said. Money, pay me, pay me a lot of money, and I'll come. <laughs> now, it's what we, we, I, I, last time I tried to get down there was the last year, and we were going to come down for something, and then literally that weekend, I ended up in the hospital with like 
a really bad virus, stomach virus. So, uh, and I swear I didn't, I didn't consume raw meat or anything just so I'd have to come down and see Garrett. Although that is a good idea. But um, <laughs> anyway, that's on the point. I just looked down at my clock and I've completely lost track of time. And we're about to get kicked off the show here. Um, John, before we wrap up, is there anyone you want to shout out? Anything you want to say? Anybody you want to call out uh, in the community? Do you want to plug your classes, your workout? Uh, fill us in. What's going on? I'll just you know, you know one of our one of the one of the possibly unstoppable champions, Aaron. You know, me and him, me and him have talked quite a bit. You know, he's been he's he's been there through you know thick and thin with me on some things, and was Robert Shank and you know Stacy and. You know, Crystal. You know, she's kind of been there for me a little every once in a while. You know, <laughs> she's only her, she's, she's only had to listen to me cry. I don't know how many times. Bless her heart. Um, but no, it's just it's more than a community. We're actually, I mean, we're a family, right? You know, it's. I just I can't thank I can't thank you know a lot a lot a lot of people you know in the group too enough for it. You know, they're they're there. It doesn't matter if it's about workouts or if it's about personal crap you got going on. They don't care. They'll they'll listen. Nope, we're too legit to quit. Well now you're showing your age. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean stop, collaborate and listen, am I right? Um, Right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh well. We only got a couple minutes left, so I'm going to say thank you, John, so much for coming back. Thanks for checking in with us and uh, giving us a follow-up. Always like good. I said, we'll have to have you down the line, come back on and visit us and, and let us know what's going on and give us an update. And um, we'll uh, we'll uh, somehow – maybe we'll do like the whole – the Jerry Springer, like uh, I didn't know I had a sister thing and have you and Crystal reunited <laughs> on stage on like a talk show or something. But uh, <laughs> sounds, sounds like a, I thought they were a great play to me. All right. Well, I know what the people come here to see, and the people come here to see Crystal wrap us up with a a quote of the week. Uh, So without any further ado, Crystal, I hope you've gone into the dungeon, the shed, the dungeon underneath the shed, and pulled out a great quote for us to explain, (laughs) uh, to uh, send us off here. So uh, without any further ado, let's do this. Sure. So this week's quote is from John Mark Green, and the quote is, You are not the darkness you endured. You are the light that refuses to surrender. I like it. That's a good one. And that's a great way to wrap things up here tonight. Um, We will be back with a brand new episode of DDP Radio Thank you, John Ray. Thank you, Crystal. And for the record, uh, here at DAP Radio, we don't uh, endorse and we don't condone Team Redhead Band or Josh McAdoo Enterprises. <laughs> but we'll talk to you guys soon. Uh, I love you. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, John. Thank you, Crystal. Have a great week. And we will be back next. I'm just stalling because I'm looking for my button to close the show, but I found it. So here we go. See you guys later. Yeah. It today, man. That was a great workout, man. The power bomb set up by Page. Oh! He's in a diamond cutter. I don't believe it. Diamond wow. cutter out of the power bomb. We're going home. You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work, and most importantly, own your 
life. This has been a presentation of DDP Yoga and Blog Talk Radio.